Hello, everyone. Welcome to Development Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Pastania Studio, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Waking and bacon. Good, man. Not so much going on. You know, kind of boring. No, no excitement. No, no new news. That's right. Just move on to the brighter pasture fields today, and you and me. We're going to yep. keep the positivity rolling here. <laughs> All right, so today we are talking about the oh Jesus Halligan. So difficult every the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, the Halligan. Now, quick quick uh, question: Are we sure? Yeah. Are we sure it's the Halligan and not the Holligan? Because it, you know it's two L's, right? Just shouldn't be the Holligan. Yeah, I believe it's a Halligan. Yeah, but... I mean, I think that's how it's pronounced. But if it's Halligan, yeah. it should just have one L. Yeah, just saying that. Yeah. So it was the Halligan bar. It is. Is that chocolate bar? Thing. No, the Halligan bar. The Halligan tool by fire department. Fire, firefighter. Firefighters use. Oh. That's got two L. That's got two oh, is that, that that crowbar thing? Dude, you yeah. know what's crazy about those things? Those things are like designed where you can like puncture through. Have you ever seen them when John, remember I showed you the photo of the oh, Halligan? Yeah, action, where you bust where through, the, uh, through the, the fucking the thing fire and they pry it open. Dude. Yeah. Like a can opener, man. It's crazy. Total badass. <clears throat> uh this cigar is a Toro six and a quarter by fifty-two. Comes out of the Hoyda Nicaragua factory in Nicaragua. Uh, rappers Ecuadorian Habano H2000. Uh, ra- uh, binder is Mexican San Andres Negro Cultivo Tanto. Filler is Nicaraguan Jalapa Seco, Jalapa Viso Grande, and Pennsylvania Lancaster number 41 Seed Leaf Lajero. Uh, blended by Steve Saka. Price point is $18.99. Uh, cigars released in November of 2023. And this was a shop exclusive for Tobacology in Virginia. Nice. And Tobacology actually sent these cigars to us for review. Oh, sweet. Uh, so they have two oh, shops. Sorry. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry. Where yep. in Virginia are they again? Uh, they have one in uh, Manassas. Manassas Junction. And Manassas, in, Virginia. And Dude, one Manassas, in beautiful area. Market, Virginia. So two locations in Virginia. If you're close to one of those places. Uh, you could stop in for a cigar. Uh, you can also go to the website and place order online if you'd like as well. Nice. Agent so, uh, family, one family. Agent three. Right. Population, one family. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Uh, I thought I thought it was average. Um, uh, mainly got a bunch of like cedar, bitter tea, leather. Um, it, it really needed a bunch of like, it, it needed sweetness. It, it needs a... a more of a body to it um i actually had really i i had not terrible burn but i I called it an average burn but which was basically a lot of touch-ups had a complete relight uh perhaps that you know uh spilled over to the actual tasty experience but yeah it's just i felt like the, the profile just was like incomplete it was lacking it was lacking balance so all right seth how about you you know, I, I thought it was a funky flavor profile as well. That just kind of was very different from a lot of Dunbarton stuff. And I know we can get that in the kind of conclusion. Um, I did have really good construction. I had a great burn and draw. Um, flavor profile, it was like this cedar grass, mineral spice, dry earth, barnyard and tobacco. Um, kind of just remained that flavor profile from beginning to end. I think June, it's like there was something missing. Um it's kind of funky. So, yeah. John? Uh, I enjoyed the flavor profile, uh, but I had a similar construction issue with June, which I'll get into in a second. Um, so, you know, I think for me, this was, I don't want to say typical 
Dumbarton Tobacco Trust because there's no real typical nature, but like it was definitely Dunbarton flavors. So like I got, you know, sweet tobacco, uh, medium strength spices, um, tobacco sweetness, uh, a little bit of creaminess in the retrohale, um, leather and tannins joining kind of halfway through the first third and a little bit of wood sharpness kind of finishing off the first third. And then second, third, creamy bread, baking spices, a little bit of mild wood. Um, spices got actually a lot more intense on the second third than they did on the first third. So almost medium full in the retro hail. So, uh, you know, if you're not used to spices, you might want to ease up on the retro hail on this guy and then got a little earth to finish off the second third. And then last third, uh, kind of creamy earth and that earth just kind of kept building. So earth and wood tended to carry the profile and, and, uh, sort of muted the overall combination. So not as complex as the remainder of the cigar for me. Um, as I kind of mentioned, uh, had, uh, had some issues with the burn, which is, unsur- which is kind of surprising because, uh, quality control Hoya is really good. So I think just some weird issues, but, um, wavy burn, uh, cigar went out on me and then had to do a touch up. Um, oh, pardon me. Let me, let me, wavy burn, didn't have to do a touch up, but I did have to do a relight. So, and then, uh, had a really tight draw, um, which was odd. So, uh, I thought maybe I'd cut it wrong, but I double checked and did a, did a slightly bigger cut on it just to, you know, make sure it wasn't a me issue, but no, it was still pretty resistant. So flavor profile, good, but a little, little hang up on the construction. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, for me, this started with decently toasted cedar and light earth, got some black pepper that joined in pretty quickly. Uh, second third saw the toast level become pretty heavy and a light smokiness joined in. And then the final third saw the heavy toast become light char. Um, I thought this had an average and uneventful flavor profile throughout. Um, it's kind of focused around that toast and cedar earth and light black pepper. Light black pepper. Um, not an experience I typically get from Dunbarton. So, um, yeah, just kind of not really what I was expecting, not, not to say that, that can't be good. It just, um, was different, but, and not, you know, exciting at all. So, um, not something I really come back to. Um, all right, let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with John at 6.17. June gave it a 5.8. Seth gave it a 5.75. I gave it a 5.65. So John, how that 6.17 match up for you? So it's, it's lower than what I would expect, uh, based on the flavor profile, but it matches up based on the construction. So I think if you eliminated the construction, to me, this is kind of a high sixes thing. And this is definitely something I would return to, but obviously if I were to get another one and have similar construction issues, that would be a little concerning. All right, June, 5.8. 8. Um, it was, it's not the typical Dunbarton profile. I agree. Um, I don't know. It, it felt like it was missing, right? It was like missing sweetness, creaminess, body. Like it just didn't really hit like a, cause Steve usually makes such a, like for me, a pretty like full flavored experience. Um, it didn't, it didn't hit that. It, it just kind of felt lacking. It was kind of like missing something. Um, yeah. All right, Seth, 5.75. Yeah. It just felt like, I think what I guess you could say is, you know, it did really smoke like a store exclusive and the fact that it really did, it was something different um, than I think a, a typical profile from Dunbarton, but it just seemed, the whole profile just seemed different from what Steve usually does or does and also what Oya does. So it was like, <clears throat> I couldn't, I couldn't let that go. Maybe I need to smoke more of them. Um, the nice thing is whenever Steve watches these, he usually responds and he gives explanations. So 
he's going to be irritated with me, but at least I'll get an answer, which maybe yeah. I'll enjoy. So that's, it's one of those, I, I, I do want to smoke it again. It's, it doesn't seem like it's, I'm also one of those, like there's certain cigars for seasons and I don't think this is a winter cigar. And some people may be like, what the hell is he talking about? But yeah. that's a show for bear. I think. Yeah. Uh, my 5.65 matches up well. Uh, average flavor profile throughout. I had really good construction, so it gets kind of the mid five mark. But it just, I mean, it's the store exclusive. I'm pretty sure it's sold out already, so you can't really get them again to smoke them anyway. So it's kind of a you know interesting cigar to smoke, but um, it's not something that I'm kind of you know hit myself over the head because you know it didn't pick up some and storm away. So um, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys on this? Uh, good smoking time for me, two hours, 22 minutes, which I thought was pretty, pretty good. Um, what was the price point on these? 1899. It's a few bucks. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, one of the things I always keep an eye on is for either, you know, exclusives or limiteds is, um, sort of the value proposition of the smoking time. So, you know, over two hours, that seems good to me. All right, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developingpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Hey, Allegan.